Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Plummeted this morning with upper teens and 20s behind the system that brought a few of us some rain and even some snow showers last night. Now, that is not the case this morning. We've got clear skies, but those cold conditions as well. Now, the cold won't be here for long. We've got a nice afternoon in store with forecast highs in the upper 40s to near 50 degrees with lots and lots of sunshine. Tonight's won't be as cold. Uh, we'll see partly cloudy skies and lows in the 30s. And for your Monday, we get a taste of springtime with temperatures in the low 60s during the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Heading into Tuesday, we're tracking our next weather maker, which will bring some rain showers to the area. And highs continue to warm with mid-60s in the forecast. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 27 degrees in Ruston, 28 in Bethesda, 33 degrees on the National Mall at 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Michael Toscano. And coming up, an easy win for Donald Trump in South Carolina, but Nikki Haley says her campaign goes on. A man barricaded in a home taking shots at police is finally arrested. I'm Luke Lukert. An arrest after an injured man ditches the emergency room and steals an ambulance. Students band together to help fight drug overdoses. I'm Dick Iuliano. Thieves make off with several Rolex watches on Friday. Police are looking for them and $200,000 worth of watches. It's 3 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Matt Piper. CBS News projects that former President Donald Trump will win the South Carolina GOP primary, defeating Nikki Haley in her home state. There's never been a spirit like this, and I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Never been like this. Haley, however, has vowed to press forward in the GOP nomination contest, whatever the outcome. I know 40% is not 50%. (laughs) But I also know 40% is not some tiny group. 50 delegates were at stake. The numbers are still being tabulated. Haley congratulated Trump on his victory. The U.S. and U.K. together launched more than a dozen airstrikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. It's the fourth round of joint coalition strikes since January 11th to pressure the Houthis to stop attacking commercial shipping lanes in the Red Sea. Correspondent David Martin. According to the Pentagon, a total of 18 targets were hit, including underground weapons bunkers, missile storage facilities, one-way attack drones, anti-aircraft sites, radars, even a helicopter. A statement issued by the U.S. and Britain said the strikes were in response to the Houthis' continuing attacks on commercial shipping and naval vessels in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. President Biden is still considering taking executive action to deal with the migrant crisis at the southern border. CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez from Arizona on how some Americans are helping those who have made it over. Over the past four months, the Tucson sector has recorded a quarter of a million migrant apprehensions, the most of any region. For migrants undertaking this often deadly journey, the work of American volunteers is a lifeline. Volunteers have brought beans here, sausages, peanut butter, and lots and lots of water. They have also brought blankets for the migrants because it gets really cold here. In Georgia, a judge denied bond for the suspect charged with the murder of a nursing student whose body was found on the University of Georgia campus this week. Jose Ibarra is facing murder and a host of other charges 
for the death of 22-year-old Lakin Riley. This court is not authorized under Georgia law to set bond in light of these charges. Uh, however, Mr. Ibarra will have an opportunity to petition for bond before a Superior Court judge at a later date. Saturday night in Hollywood. And Jessica, the 30th Screen Actors Guild Awards. Oppenheimer picked up more prizes, including the top one for Outstanding Cast. It all streamed on Netflix, so there were no commercials. The Oscars air March 10th. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Three oh three a.m. on this frosty Sunday morning. We've got twenty-eight degrees as we head toward a sunny Sunday. Good morning. I'm Michael Toscano. Now to the top stories we are following this hour. A Manassas man is arrested after making off with an ambulance earlier this past week. On Monday, 32-year-old Ricky Lowe was a passenger in a Toyota Corolla that was reported stolen on Valentine's Day. The driver, also of Manassas, crashed after spotting police around Route 50 and I-66. Everyone in the car was taken to the hospital for treatment. And that's when Fairfax County police say Lowe snuck out of the ER. He was wearing a hospital gown with an IV still stuck in his arm, and he stole an ambulance. Police found it abandoned in Annandale near Little River Turnpike, but they didn't find Lowe. The detectives tracked him down in a Manassas hotel and arrested him yesterday. Lowe is charged with grand larceny. The driver of the stolen vehicle, 29-year-old Xavius Marlowe, was also arrested and charged with grand larceny and is being held without bond. A Prince George's County police corporal is suspended without pay after his arrest early Friday in another county. Police in Charles County said it was about 1 a.m. when David Arthur Hardister and another man got into an argument in a parking lot near Crane Highway in Newburgh. The victim told police that as he was getting back into his car, Hardister fired at him but missed. The suspect drove off. The victim followed, calling 911 to tell police where the driver was. Hardister is facing charges of attempted murder and first-degree assault. He is also under investigation for assault in connection with the domestic incident Thursday evening at his home in St. Mary's County. A man is under arrest after barricading himself in a home in Manassas and firing shots at police. At around 7 last night, Manassas City Police responded to gunshots at the corner of Liberia Avenue and Bayberry Avenue. Dozens of cruisers began surrounding the home after even more shots were fired, including several aimed at police who were outside. No injuries of any officers were reported by Manassas City. Police say the man barricaded himself in that house for over five hours before finally surrendering to officers. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Rolex watches were snatched from a downtown D.C. jewelry store Friday afternoon. It happened just before 1 o'clock on Connecticut Avenue. Police say a suspect smashed through the exterior window of the store with a sledgehammer. And then two additional suspects reached through the window and they managed to take about nine Rolex watches before taking off in a Honda Accord. Police searched the area but were unable to find them. The watches are valued at over $200,000. Students have been provided Narcan training to reverse drug overdoses at a school forum on mental health and substance abuse. 
At Springbrook High School, Amy Yee, a junior at Montgomery High, was among the students taking the lead. What we're doing here today is we're like providing Narcan training that reverses the effects of opioids during overdoses. Maggie Holtree of Covenant Life School sized up the risks to students. If you've gone to any public school, you understand the risk of people overdosing right in front of you. At the Family Forum on Mental Health and Substance Use, students say they're in the best position to help other students steer clear of dangerous drugs. Grace Chi of Nielsville Middle School is a member of Maryland Students Against Drugs. If we try hard and continue to do what we're doing now, we have a very high chance of making a big difference in our community. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Minority-owned businesses in general and the restaurant industry, regardless of who the owner might be, have all struggled coming out of the pandemic. WTOP continues to celebrate Black History Month by looking at one restaurant that's managed to grow. Ruby's Southern Comfort Kitchen started as a takeout joint in a small building you had to make a point to find. At our old location, people wanted to sit down, even though it was takeout, but we only had like four seats in there. So Candy Daly moved Ruby's to its current location off two major highways in the busiest part of Bowie. If you come in here, you know, at lunchtime or in the evening, you're going to see a crowd full of people that are just sitting down, enjoying one another fellowshipping and breaking bread. But with a bigger spot comes a much bigger rent payment and just a much greater risk overall, she admits. And while she's not ready to say that they've made it, they've gotten this far because... I just really believe that the community wanted a project like this. In Bowie, John Dome in WTOP News. All throughout February, WTOP is celebrating Black History Month. Join us on air and online as we bring you the stories, people, and places that make up our diverse community. Search Black History Month on WTOP.com to read more. Coming up after traffic and weather, fixing the long-term supply chain. It is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We go now to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, everybody. In Maryland, an accident with the left lane blocked in Oxen Hill, that on the Beltway Outer Loop at St. Barnabas Road. In College Park, road work has the two right lanes blocked on the Beltway Inner Loop between the 95 Interchange and Route 1. In Virginia, the collision that was blocking the two right lanes in Tyson's Corner on the Beltway Inner Loop at Route Route 123 has been cleared. Road work has the two left lanes blocked in Dale City on 95, both directions between Dale Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. The road construction has the left lane closed in Falls Church on 66 eastbound between Westmoreland Street and Washington Boulevard, and construction at the inner loop of the Beltway at the Dulles Toll Road has two lanes blocked there. In the district still, that accident with the right lane blocked on the southeast-southwest freeway eastbound at 6 and 7 streets, then another accident at M Street just before the 11th Street Bridge. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable, never looked so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. It is a cold start to the day out there with temperatures in the 20s and even seeing some upper teens. Now, this is all thanks to the system that moved through yesterday, bringing with it some showers and even a few snow showers. Now, that's all since departed, and we've got nothing but sunshine in the forecast today. Temperatures will rebound nicely as well with forecast highs near 50 degrees. Later on tonight, we're looking partly cloudy and not as cold. Temperatures dipping back into the 30s. And for your Monday, a taste of spring. Highs in the low 60s. 
calendar of mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 33 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 31 in Oxon Hill. It's 26 degrees in Sterling. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Supply chain disruptions. The phrase entered common use nearly four years ago now, and we've seen since then a series of unfortunate events. From the pandemic to the Russia-Ukraine invasion to the major weather event to now this locking of the Red Sea. Brandon Daniels, CEO of Exeger, which advises companies on supply chain issues, says this is a situation that cries for a long-term solution. How do we start to correct the supply chain reform the supply chain so that we're able to see a greater stability in the long term. Daniel says the U.S. has started doing some of what's needed, incentivizing local trade. That's a big part of what the United States has been doing with Mexico. And technologies that can track disruptions can help companies navigate them. Daniel says AI can drive that. Artificial intelligence is one of those things that could lead us to having resilience without having to expend, you know, a huge amount of capital in new infrastructure. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, we are approaching another looming deadline on Capitol Hill and a possible government shutdown. It's 312. Icing Smiles is a nonprofit organization that provides custom celebration cakes and other treats to families impacted by the critical illness of a child. Our goal is to create a custom cake for the ill child or their sibling that provides a temporary escape from worry and creates a positive memory during a difficult time. Memories have magical powers. Long after the cake is gone, the memories linger. Memories of the kindness of a stranger, of the sweet smells of a special treat, of the smiles and laughs, of a normal childhood experience so often stolen from these children. These memories are why we say it is so much more than a cake. We are not a bakery. As a matter of fact, Icing Smiles doesn't even have an oven. We rely on a generous team of volunteers spread throughout the U.S. to fulfill our mission. Visit www.icingsmiles.org to refer a family for a cake, sign up to bake a difference, and support our cause. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of chocolate Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. Coming up on WTOP, the fight over providing assistance to Ukraine to fight off the Russian invasion continues on Capitol Hill. More news in 60 seconds. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. 
the toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. This weekend marks two years since the Russians invaded Ukraine, and now there's growing pressure on congressional leadership to provide aid to Ukraine so it can survive its war with Russia. WTOP's Dmitry Sotis gets the latest from Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell. About 20% of government funding runs out Friday, March 1st at midnight, 12.01 Saturday. There is not yet a plan on how to fund the government. Appropriators are working on it behind the scenes, but there is no clear path forward on how to package these bills, how to process them, and no agreement yet on the bill's on their own. That is going to take up most of the time with Congress. However, there is a growing pressure on the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, to bring up aid to Ukraine, which the Senate passed a couple of weeks ago. Despite that pressure from multiple areas, including some members of his own party, he's getting equal and perhaps louder pressure to do nothing, including from other members in his party. Sources close to Mike Johnson tell me that he is in no way in any rush to bring up funding for Ukraine. And so while people do want to see this money passed, it does not seem to be Mike Johnson's priority when Congress returns. What are your sources telling you about the likelihood of uh, shutdown? I don't need a percentage, but are they uh, thinking it might actually happen this time? Usually uh, somebody swoops in at the last minute and makes some kind of deal to keep it going, but not always. You know, Dimitri, people are kind of all over the place. There's a lot of frustration among House Republicans right now with Speaker Johnson. They think that he has been unable to lead, unable to make decisions, especially unable to make hard decisions. There is a possibility that they extend government funding for a short period of time just to give them more time on the larger appropriations bills. But Speaker Johnson has been saying that that is not something that he wants to do. And there are members of his party who are adamantly opposed to another short-term government funding bill. The problem is his members are all over the place and Johnson has failed to tell them what exactly is going to happen, keeping those factions deep and completely divided. And so everyone is waiting on Speaker Johnson to come up with a plan and something he he hasn't done yet. That's Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She also writes the Early 202 newsletter. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Donald Trump wins South Carolina's Republican primary, but Nikki Haley, the state's former governor, vows to stay in the Republican presidential race. The body of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been returned to his mother, according to a Navalny spokesperson. Keep it here for full details on these and other stories in the minutes ahead.
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Butch Seltzer is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Good morning, everybody. In Virginia, Roadwork has two left lanes blocked in Dale City on 95 in both directions between Dale Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. Road construction has the left lane closed in Falls Church on 66 eastbound. Between Westmoreland Street and Washington Boulevard, construction at the inner loop of the Beltway at the Dulles Toll Road, we have two lanes blocked there. In the district, still that accident right lane blocked on the southeast-southwest freeway eastbound at 6th and 7th Streets. Then another accident a little further down at M Street just before the 11th Street Bridge. In Maryland, we have an accident with the left lane blocked in Oxon Hill on the Beltway outer loop at St. Barnabas Road and in College Park. Roadwork has the two right lanes blocked on the Beltway Interloop between the 95 Interchange and Route 1. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. The system that moved through last night that brought with it some rain and even some snow showers to the area has moved away, but it's brought some cold temperatures to start your Sunday. We're seeing upper teens to low 20s across the area under clear skies. Now, we are not expecting any rain today, actually and nothing but sunshine, and temperatures rebound just nicely as well with highs near 50 degrees. Now, later on tonight, we're looking partly cloudy, temperatures not as cold with lows in the 30s, and for your Monday, a taste of spring, highs in the low 60s under mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 30 degrees now in Springfield, 28 at Farragut Square. It's 25 degrees in Laurel. Brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, SNAP benefits for some D.C. residents are getting retroactive raises. It's 320. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True, but now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. That's safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. 
A woman was found dead Friday morning at the Ivy City Hotel in Northeast D.C. Police are investigating it as a homicide. Officers responded to a call about an unconscious woman at the hotel near 1600 New York Avenue around 11.20 a.m. They found the victim, identified as 36-year-old Romaine Maddox of Northeast D.C. D.C. police announced on Saturday that 59-year-old William Barrett, also of Northeast D.C., was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Investigators also suggest that the victim and the suspect knew each other. The Vatican says Pope Francis has canceled a meeting with Rome deacons because he has the flu. The Vatican Press Office adds that it was a precaution and that the Pope's weekly engagements are still to be confirmed. The 87-year-old pontiff has had several health problems in recent years. In late November, he was forced to cancel some of his activities because of breathing problems. Pope Francis has indicated several times that he would be ready to step down if his declining health becomes a barrier in leading the Catholic Church. But in a recent interview, he mentioned feeling healthy and denied any plans to resign soon. I'm Rika Ann Garcia. It is 323. The 83,000 D.C. households that get Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, benefits started getting additional benefits on Friday. It's part of D.C. Council's Give SNAP a Raise legislation. According to our partners at 7 News, the Department of Human Services is issuing retroactive payments on a rolling basis for January and February SNAP increase. The payments will be loaded directly onto each customer's EBT card. Mayor Muriel Bowser's administration initially tried to cancel the nearly $40 million increase because of budget shortfalls, but reversed course after threats of lawsuits. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Linda from New York asks, I recently bought a house with these miserable interest rates. I have a 30-year loan with a fixed rate at 7.125%. I've been paying an extra $4,000 each month toward the principal because it's absolutely driving me nuts. I plan on doing this until I'm able to refinance. Do you think this is the right strategy? Linda, I know that the interest rate stinks. That said, I don't agree with the plan. You're going to eventually refinance, and I would rather have access to that extra money and have it work for me in the market until that time in the future comes. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. And here's Frank Hanrahan. The Capitals' three-game win streak comes to an end with an overtime loss at the Florida Panthers. Three to two. Caps were down one zip, but they came back and took a two-one lead. Milano and Wilson with goals, but the Panthers equalized with a power play goal late, and then they get the game winner in overtime. Three to two. Caps will get Ottawa Monday night back at Capital One Arena. Great debut for DC United. Kicked off the 24 campaign with a 3-1 win over New England at Audi Field. Hat trick for Christian Benteke. DC 1-0 visits uh, Portland next week. College ball. Georgetown men beat DePaul 77-76. Howard over Morgan State 78-72. Virginia puts up just 44 points. Loses at home to North Carolina 54-44. GW drops its 10 straight. Loses at St. Louis 96-91. George Mason gets crushed. At Loyola, 80-59. Catholic men 